0: Aaron, that was
1: better yeah definitely better better 60 for us tonight um, i thought the start was very important for us i like we had some energy from puck drop um, you know got off to a lead for a change tonight which we haven't done in a long time so it was it was good to get the the crowd back on our side tonight with yeah. a with a good start and you know we the second period i thought we really took over i thought brother played very very well um it was only we were only up two goals there but i thought it could have been four or five and they scored a, a quick one on the power play to start the third, but we bounced back right back right away and closed it out pretty, pretty smoothly.
0: You shuffled the pack a little bit last night in your third session and you, you've, you've split up your, your number one line a, a little bit. What was the thinking
1: behind that? I just sometimes things get stale and give everyone a, a bit of a different look. Um, you know, Wiss, I, I thought, has been playing good hockey and warranted top nine minutes playing with a couple different guys. And I thought that line, you know, with. He rewarded us tonight with two very big goals. That first one was huge. Second one, Danny Christo makes a nice backdoor play to him. And then uh, the Newman line was very good too. Um, they had two tonight. And I actually really liked the 29-12-17 line who who played very well earlier in the year before Sam Jones got hurt and we needed to move Mosey back to D. They were very effective and, and put them back together. So we'll see what we do here moving forward, but uh, it was good to, to, to switch it up a little bit.
0: When we spoke last night, you mentioned the word compete. You had compete tonight, didn't you?
1: Yeah, there's definitely more energy and and compete in our game tonight. Which, I mean, it, you, I don't think we could have competed less than we did last night. So it was it was good. We we weren't perfect tonight. There's still some things that we can we can clean up a little bit. Um, you know, discipline's got to be better in our group. I'm not that doesn't mean on the penalties. That that means decision making in in all three zones. You know. Um, if you're the F3, be the F3. Little, little details like that that we'll still look at and, and, and try to be better.
0: Okay, and the week ahead is a busy one, isn't it? Five Belfast, Belfast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, huge huge game on Wednesday, up in five for that Cup semi-final. Want to get off to a good start there. And then, you know, from there we head over to Belfast, so you, you know what that, that weekend's going to be like.
0: Okay, we wish you luck. Thank you very much. Thanks,
1: guys. That's Steelers head coach Aaron Fox, joined by Jonathan
0: Fernley and... Uh, We'll have a little chat on the bench here, let's get the glasses off, um, and, then, uh, and then discuss, where do you want to start? Should we start on good things? Let's start positive tonight, much better. It, yeah, and it, it couldn't
2: have been much worse, but that was the sort of game where the Steelers could have played as well as they've ever played before, and it would have been met with, I told you, Manchester, we've beaten Manchester comfortably every time, but there were just enough positive things tonight that you can say, OK, we're, we're starting to trend back in the right direction again after a huge low of yesterday. <laughs> you can head away with a smile tonight because you've seen a win. It wasn't really many points of major stress and a couple of wonderful goals. You're going to remember the whistle goal for a while. You're certainly going to remember Dowd's goal for a yeah, while.
0: Yeah. Let's just quickly, and I say quickly, talk over last night. I mean, Aaron was most honest, wasn't he, in his interview. It was an appalling show from beginning, middle and end.
2: The crowd booed, and they were justifiable in booing. It wasn't uh, wasn't what you expect from a Steelers team, certainly not from a Steelers team that showed as much as this.
0: And in such an important night, where you know the Guildford Guard, if they were playing, you know the top teams were going to be dropping points, whatever, weren't they? And it was such an important night. It was, yeah, and it it was unexpected. I don't think many people I knew that Gil
2: Sorry, knew that Glasgow were an improving team, but they were a short bench team.
0: They weren't great though, either,
2: were they? No, but we've seen games before when teams are coming, think back to the Dundee game when they had hot goalies Svensson played his best game of the year and they just clogged up the neutral zone made us dump and chase made life difficult just waited on a couple of chances it wasn't like that with Glasgow Glasgow was the better team in every part of the ice so that was the unexpected part of it that's not normally the blueprint for beating the Steelers here normally you limit the uh, you limit your own uh, you know sort of risks at the back and take whatever chances you can get going the other way and you win with 13 or 14 shots. Cardiff have done it, Dundee have done it, um, other teams have you know, come close to doing it. Look, no good. one's ever bombed
0: 28 shots in no. on us in two no. periods and uh, live to tell the tale. We're on the away bench at the moment so let's just walk across the ice, head down towards the players area, see who we can uh, grab before heading back to the media rooms to catch up with Pete Spencer to see who uh, Pete has hounded down tonight. I think Westers is still in the uh, Building as well, so we'll see uh, if there is uh, anything there. Ryan, take care, take care. VIP in the building tonight. Do you know who that was? Do you remember that? Do you know who that was? I do not no. know. what? No? I'll tell you later. Daniel Ciampini just walks past us. We'll grab Daniel in a moment. See you guys. Referee and linesman are just heading out as well. Um, a guy called Brian Jokat, who used to run the London Knights down at the Docklands oh. Arena. And he works with the big group that's got NHL teams and he's got and shoots i think it was he worked for um and uh, no he's in town so uh, good man good man i haven't seen him for about 10 years i haven't changed <laughs> he recognized me um, we walk into the stretch room and Thomas is there. Jono gives us a look and then nods his head as if to go. No, not a chance. But Kevin's always go great. Kevin's gotta always gotta go great. Just, just two questions, Kev. Come on, come on, come on, Kev. You love the interviews, much better. Back on the bike today. Everybody was uh, was rolling. It was a much better night, wasn't it?
3: Uh, yeah. You know, um, obviously it wasn't the result last night. We didn't play well, and uh, we knew we needed to come out and play well and get
0: a win. and We did. Yeah. We were trying to work out last night, so I'm sure it must have gone around your head last night what happened. Can, can you put a pinprick on it, or is it just one of those things that does happen to
3: every sporting club? I mean, it does happen, but you can't let it happen. And uh, obviously, we weren't happy with ourselves, and I don't can't really pinpoint anything that uh, went wrong. It just, um, yeah, it just wasn't a good night for us, I guess. It wasn't. Okay,
0: I'll let you get off to the lounge. Thank, Thank you. Me. Let's see Yeah. <laughs> Mike Moyer without a beard and uh, just trying to find out. John, do you want to come and give us a captain's a captain's view on the world? In the quiet, please. No you're not speak English. You come and speak Welsh to us out here. We'll get the captain's viewers. Just an overview of that whole, whole weekend, talk, talk us through yesterday and before you get on to today, if you, if you could, not just give us what was going on in your mind last night.
4: Yeah, I think, you know, firstly, that, that was, you know, can easily say it's our worst performance of the year, wasn't it? And um, But it wasn't us, it was, you know, some very uncharac- uh, ca- characteristic things as a team, I think, you know, I, I don't think you can, can ever put it down to one person. I think we were all as bad as each other. We really were, except Greener. And um, yeah, you know, these things happen, but you've got to limit those times when they happen. And and obviously, yesterday was, you know, it was not a good, good time or place for it to happen. So, um, but a huge bounce back tonight. You know, I think, I think even though, you know, I think um, Guildford lost yesterday, but would be nice to just to start creeping up Mm -hmm. our points and giving us some leeway somewhere. And in you know, um, as we come down the stretch, but you know things could have been worse and then you know I, th- I think there was a great response tonight I thought we were you know for the most part of that game I thought I thought we were pretty dominant.
2: Steelers have been generally better on the road than at home this season so is it perhaps a good thing that the next four games are away from this building? Yeah I mean
4: you know I, it, it's certainly not something that we ever think of you know we're always playing home or even thinking that our our form has been bad but you know, results haven't lied. We've we've lost, you know, too many games at home, and you know, you've got you've got to take care of them. Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, you know, maybe it takes a little bit of pressure off. You know, when you're playing away. Um, but I think you know, definitely this is a week a week for us all to kind of look forward to, and you know, maybe nice to get out of Sheffield for a bit and you know, be as a team for you know. these three or four days you're away for, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, they're always fun. It's always good to be around each other like that, and, and um, you know, I think I think that's where you really see teams come, come together. We were stuck the other
0: side of that door last night. Aaron had a bit of a lock-in and you all spoke. As much as we'd love you to tell us exactly what was, what was said, what, what kind of things go on when a coach locks the door there and, and players, do players stand up and
4: say as well? Yeah, I think for things like that it's just chance for, you know, some people to speak who don't necessarily talk all the time and it gives, you know, it gives them a chance to air their opinion and, you know, think you need that it's good it's you know you can't listen to Foxy's voice all 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 the time you need some somebody else saying you know what the what the problem is what they're seeing and um and kind of take notice so you know I think it was something that was needed it was it was well timed by Foxy um you know the the kind of rollicking he gave us after the second was you know completely justified and um yeah it's something that you know as professionals you, you can't you can't let happen so it was good to I think it was good that everyone got a voice yesterday and 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 said what they had to say and you know we're, at the end of the day you're a big family and um, it, it, I think it's good to air, air some things out sometimes. Okay,
0: we wish you well. Good luck, in
3: five. Brett Newman joins us now. Congratulations. And much-needed two points tonight. know yeah, we needed that tonight, yeah. uh, you know, especially going into a big week here, Challenge Cup semis. And uh, coming into Belfast, uh, we need to turn around and uh, get going the right way. We know we're very different
0: in this country to everywhere else. Um, and people say we have the shortest playoffs in the history because it's two weekends. I say we have the longest playoffs, it's 54 games, it's eight months. And every game is so important. So when something like last night happens, it, it perhaps blows it out of proportion than it would do if it was a regular game in, in Europe or in North America. Do you, do you feel that? Wow, every
3: game here, you've got to play like it's a game. center? yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, regular season losses in some leagues, most leagues, you can somewhat get away with it, right? It's it's not as important here. Obviously, the big trophy is that uh, regular season one, right? <laughs>
0: We'll, well, we'll tell you later what's
3: just happened there, but we'll uh, stay uh, uh, <laughs> uh But yeah, no, uh, what was I saying? The regular season one's the big one, and uh, you, can't, you can't get away uh, with losses like that as much, so uh, it hurts uh, every time. And does that come into your mindset now that you kind of realise that the league is...
0: Yeah, yeah. In, in your first year, in the first yeah. half of your first year, that wow, this league's the most important
3: thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it's uh, the new guys learned it pretty quickly, and we we know the importance of every game. And you know, it, it's a tough blow. Uh, you know, the last two. I, I think it was uh, very important for us to come out tonight and get that win. And you know, we're still right there. Uh, start going in the right direction here. We we, st- we still have it right there if we want it.
2: Crucial goal from you tonight because it just gave the team a little bit more breathing room, having been ped back. Just a case of right place, right time?
3: Yeah, I'm just trying to find a good spot there, and uh, luckily I picked the right spot. Sometimes, uh, you know, I'll try... I'm in the same scenario, but it bounces the other way, or uh, I'm just an inch off, but that was, uh, you know, just finding a right spot and uh, getting a quick release off. When the
2: blue line shot's coming in, you're thinking, well, this could get kicked to me. How easy is it to judge where it might go? Are you thinking, well, the shooting's a bit more centrally, so I'll go wider, or or is it just potluck sometimes
3: yeah a lot of the times you never know i mean if the shot's coming from the right side like it did there there's a good chance it's going to be kicked out the left if it's uh low on the left side uh, another thing about that was i found that spot and uh they weren't really covering me uh too much because it was the side the more the more central you are the more bodies and uh 6 i'll be all over you right and i sort of found that soft spot and uh sort of avoided uh, avoided the D there and uh, lucky for me the rebound came to me that time and just put it in. Just finally, throughout the whole of the season so far, Foxy's been very reluctant to break yourself
0: up from your your line and with with, with Daniel and Scotty Allen. But he did it late last night and he's done it again today. New players, new line, how
3: did that come about? How did you feel with that? I mean, sometimes uh, obviously we lost the last two games and I think we got enough good players on this team where you know guys can be put in certain spots and gel with other players. So I think he was just trying a different look. How
0: different is he with the new two guys and the old two? It's
3: a little, it's a little yeah. different. Yeah, I mean I haven't practiced with them yet. So uh, I mean I played with Dowdy a bit uh, preseason and uh, the first weekend, but uh, last I think maybe one game when uh, Scott Allen was hurt. So and then also going back to center it's a little bit of an adjustment but it's uh you know it's still the same game and uh we got our system in place so we still play uh, the right way together it's just little things like uh tendencies where's a guy going to be in certain situations uh you know different different you know plays that guys make so but yeah, it's, uh, I, th- I thought we had some good looks tonight. Been... I know I said finally before, but finally now, five semi-final of a cup competition. Something again a little bit different, but very important. Three trophies and there's a chance to win one. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, uh, we got that one circled. It's a very important game going down there, and that we get off to a good start. Uh, hopefully, get a big lead and uh, can bring it home uh,
5: with a nice lead uh, and finish it
3: off at home in front of the crowd. Can
0: you believe that Brandon's just pulled the old, I've got to go to the bathroom one no, on, on Jana. He won't do that. do that. He
3: wouldn't do that on me. I would, I would never do that. And you didn't you do it. Right? We appreciate not. it. Yeah, do me a you.
0: favor. going to see Brandon back out here, with you? Actually, I'll just go and grab him. Like Brandon, the you the can't pull that on Jana. You got it? Sure. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because if you go in the bathroom, you're the gun. Come on. The old bathroom. Firstly, congratulations. Two great goals. Great night. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Took us through
3: them. The first one was like hand-eye, outstanding, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean, usually try to get that on the ice over, but I I think there was no lane, so
5: I just tried to go to the net, and I think I just had one hand on my stick and just gave it a little whack and accidentally hit it.
2: Has it been on your mind that there's been a few games without a goal for yourself?
5: Yeah, it has. (laughs) I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. I don't know how many, but uh, it's been a while, so it's nice to get back on.
0: Yeah, And a, a whole team performance tonight was a step up, wasn't it? Last
5: night was one we want to put to the back of the memory. Yeah, I mean, one last night's one you talk about you kind of just throw away. But yeah. uh, it was a better performance tonight, 4-2 win, so you can't complain. Yeah. Can you put your
0: finger on what happened last night? What, what, what was different? Because we played so well up until that point, and then we did you know, just have a bad night, didn't we?
5: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have a bad night, but also sometimes, I mean... If you get away from the structure or the system you play and some guys try to do too much uh, no one's doing it in a bad or harmful way they want to contribute but sometimes less is more so
0: yeah was the video pretty rough to watch today that really? i
5: know he was in there
0: bright and early editing
3: yeah it wasn't great i'll just leave it
0: at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay we'll leave you with that no worries. Congrats. good looking five thank you and uh we'll gotta see work.
2: gotta work on the javelin throw though comfortably oh, yeah, second gotta, best yeah, yeah. to dowden and and jonesy to be on fair, that one.
0: You like your American football and stuff. You've got to work on, you can't let guys just walk past you like that and, and, and fob yeah. you off with a, I've got to go to the bathroom. That, I, was, that was a
2: weak one. I don't want to cause too much physical contact. I don't <laughs> want
0: to cause responsible for any injuries. Someone strains to get out of my grasp. So. There was not a chance that should have happened. But uh, let's head back to the media room. Let's see. Uh, Pete will have a different view on life. Who's on the bench? Who's on the bench? Who's on champions. the bench? Our oh, champion's on the bench. Will, I think we, I think, have we spoke to enough players, I think? We walk back into the media room. Kieran, Courtney Dean, Steeler Dan and Pete Spencer. Dan, uh, Dan got molested, you know, didn't you, Dan? Uh, you're not allowed to speak, Dan, because Dan can't speak. But uh, he got attacked by about 25 kids last night and he was not happy when he came back in there. He um, was happy fighting the with other mascots rather than other children. Exactly. Jonathan Fernley just let Brandon Whistle just wander straight past him. He should have, like, Imagine Kieran would have just blocked him out. But uh, we got all the players. We're back in here with Pete. Who have you spoken to, Pete? Have you been
5: uh, hard at it? The Challenge Cup assassin. <laughs> also known now as Brandon <laughs> Whistle. Whistle. <Yeah. laughs> oh, we just grabbed Brandon, yeah? Well, yeah, no, it was a good talk. Uh, we talked a bit about, obviously... Belfast coming next weekend, obviously, you know, potentially going up against his brother and then, um, you know, five in the week. And yeah, two goals tonight. I thought he was outstanding tonight. Had a great night. That, you know, uh, tap home from, you know, the source pass from McNally was, I think, one of the... Well, I thought it was going to be one of the best goals tonight. And then Dowdy goes and dekes every man and his dog to, to score 3-1, so... That was Carly in hot pants, that was, wasn't it? It was a
2: sexy goal, Dowdy. It's the fact that he never slowed down. Because normally when you approach the netminder, if you're trying to take it round a netminder as being aggressive, if you don't slow down, you'll end up behind the goal before you've had a chance to put the puck in. But Dowd still managed to slide it in from a narrow angle,
0: even though he was still going at 100 miles an hour. We've said it was a lot better tonight than it was last night. It couldn't have been any worse than last night. Just give us your brief on on last night. We're trying to wave over that before going on to Sunday. What what were your thoughts
5: driving home? Well, someone tweeted me at the end of the first period today and said, how is it tonight? And I said, it's better, but it couldn't be much worse than last night. And Aaron was very (coughs) open and honest last night and said, you know, there weren't any silver linings to take at all last night. And driving home last night, I thought I'm just going to switch off from social media because there was a lot of talk last night. And in the heat of the moment, it's easy to to say stuff uh, and to you know, maybe overreact or, or whatever. but You'd say that.
0: Poor old Kieran, he was texting me last night it's been quarter to one in the morning. He was having palpitations. He was reading it. I was saying, turn
5: your phone off, turn your phone off. But, but, I, but I get it. It's, it's, it's disappointing to lose against a team that hasn't won here since September 2019 and a ninth place in the league. But, you know, they've made two new additions. The guy that gets the game winner was a, the defenceman that they've just brought in. Um, so it's it's disappointing and the way that they came out last night wasn't really acceptable and you know you know that they're taking it seriously from the players meeting that they had at the end of the game last night that was one of the things I asked Brandon Whistle about and I said obviously you can't tell me what went in, on in the room but talk talk to me about the feeling in the room and did you feel like it cleared the air and I think a line's been drawn under last night now the players if they didn't already know What's acceptable? The new players, they know that last night isn't acceptable and they need to turn up and they need to produce and the club has certain expectations of how Steelers players should play and last night fell very, very short of that.
0: We should never... Are we you about to go for a stat
5: before I go into my next bit? But
2: you, No, you, no, you, you're looking at, no, no, no bring, you're,
0: it, bring, it, bring it to us, bring it
2: to I us. I just thought I'd look back through previous seasons when the Steelers have won the league and just looked at how many catastrophic, terrible home losses those had featured, and the answer is uh, all of them. Yeah, There's, you know, 2015-16, January and February, lost four of six home games across that month. 2014-15, lost five consecutive league games over Christmas and New Year, including shutout 4-0 at home by Nottingham, and then 4-1. Yeah, Nottingham are a better team than, than Glasgow are, relatively speaking, but the world was collapsing right then. Oh, and the Steelers came out of it on the other side. One bad performance doesn't always mean two bad performances or four bad performances. The more consequential loss was the one to Guildford because at least losing to Glasgow didn't give any rivals any points. If the Steelers had beaten Guildford
0: and lost to Glasgow, the Steelers would still be top of the table right now. Social media should never surprise us. Did it surprise you last night? Hasn't hasn't Aaron got a little bit of credit in the bank? Hasn't the club got a bit more credit in the bank than, than some? Or was it just a few people who were perhaps at a little...?
5: It's, di- it's always difficult to tell because social media is a snapshot of, of, you know, there are umpteen amounts of fans that aren't on it. And out of the however many thousands that were here last night, it's difficult to gauge the reaction because there's always going to be a vocal few that, that crop up and, you know engaging or looking at those, you know, it's like an echo chamber, isn't it? You get more and more of those comments. So it's always, I think, difficult to assess and, and difficult to take with a pinch of salt. But I think there were there were fewer dissenting voices and more people that were kind of like, hang on, actually, you know, we were top of the league before last weekend. And, you know, it's only, what is it, seven defeats now. And, you know, we're on a par with, with Cardiff. And I know they haven't had the best season, but, you know, they're winning for fun now. And actually, as, as much of a disaster as last night was, you're still only, well, at, at the moment, because we don't have the result from Guildford, it's still only, you know, you, if Guildford drop points tonight, you move within one of the league leaders. So...
0: Uh,
5: Guildford are two-one up uh, in, uh, in Coventry, so
0: we of, can't rely on Coventry, we? So many times Coventry have had teams, and then
5: nah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, well, a bit like Nottingham, Nottingham. almost had uh, <coughs> Belfast last night. Well, so. Nottingham almost have everybody, don't they? Almost, almost. So yeah, it, as disappointing as last night was, you still, even if Guildford win tonight, only have three points off. Um... Mm-hmm you know, the top of the league and, you know, you've got your destiny at least in your own hands this season. Let's just, just don't move.
0: Let's go over, Kieran. What, what are the masses saying tonight?
5: Well, well, as you didn't
2: really expect, there's no real masses tonight like they were last night. It's quite clear.
0: They all quiet. disappeared? They seems to be all
2: disappeared and, well, I were a bit riled up and what have you last night. It was just just context, really, of we're still
0: second, three points behind league leaders and... Right. Are going to have an early night
2: tonight? I'm going to have an early night tonight, yeah. I think we, we all deserve it But uh, yeah, just, just take a step back I understand frustrations but Just think of the bigger picture And Is one loss to Glasgow if we come away with silverware At end of the season actually going to be remembered? Doubt it
0: Right, quickly move over, Dino who's got a bad head He's got a little migraine <laughs> Wouldn't put most of us off, but anyway, we did. No, such the, you, 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 you told me the bench wasn't a happy place to be last night. Was it a bit better tonight? Yeah, a better tonight. First, uh, first period. Hales was down there. Hales, what did you think in the first? Yeah,
1: it was all right.
0: Oh, Hales gets her first, her <laughs> first speaking role on the podcast. <laughs> oh my
1: here. god! Oh. Hi guys.
2: <laughs> oh, she's so starstruck being around me and Simsy yeah, right now, isn't she, David?
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot happier bench. Uh, they, they weren't. It wasn't a good place to be yesterday, but tonight a lot better. You could see the confidence coming on, uh, coming on more, and uh, ultimately at the end of the game, very happy. Happy nice. What did you think of uh, Mike Moyer's shave? <laughs> I don't think I can repeat the actual phrase that I used out there, but he. The looks... actually shaved him, didn't they, when they got him back into the room? They, literally before. I think they probably did it before the team meeting and everything, <laughs> just to make sure he didn't leave the country. But he looks, uh, shall we say, he looks a different guy, David. I don't know if you agree. He looks a t- completely different guy. Is he more attractive, Haley, than he was with the beard?
1: <laughs> I I ain't
0: seen him without you it now. You seen yeah. Him yeah. Okay. No, I'm, no. no. <laughs> Courtney, Mike with the beard or Mike without the beard? With the beard. With the beard. Oh, honestly. Hmm. Okay, I would have loved to have seen Danny Cristo with the mullet, but hey, uh, let's talk about the weekend ahead uh, and the week ahead. Five. I mean, we, we, we've just we've just been talking about Glasgow, so we don't want to make the same mistake with five. But wow, if there was ever a nice path to a final, five would be the path that you would choose, and it's a, and it's a path that we should be able to walk down, isn't it?
5: You would expect so. Over two legs. Over two legs, you would have expected that, especially with the second leg here at home, you would have expected that, that, you know, the Steelers would have had enough in in five. But we know they make it difficult. We know that they always have good goaltending. And, you know, after the couple of games we've had, you can't take anything for granted. But, yeah, you'd like to think over two games and uh, 120 minutes that you'd have enough. Your thoughts on that? You
2: can sort of talk yourself into... Any result, really? Oh, the Steelers win, that's great. If the Steelers tie, well, that's OK, we've just got to win the second leg. If we lose by one or two, ah, oh, we'll beat them by three or four at home. So, other than a hammering, you'd still expect the Steelers to go through because the Steelers at their best. And, OK, they're not at their best at the moment, but, you know, it's a long time before that second leg comes around. You'd expect that they
0: should be able to, to get the job done on
2: home ice if they don't get it done on road.
0: With the five game being on Wednesday, it's kind of changed the travel plans, mm. which I think is better. Yeah. Okay, you've got to boat it, not fly to uh, to Belfast, but you're there a day early. You're more in the zone. And I, uh, would you would you split that weekend? Would you take a split or are you going for more?
5: Uh, I think you'd you'd like more. I think you'd, most fans would probably take a split. I think we can probably. I don't know. Yeah, you'd probably take a split. But you're talking about the travel plans. I think Aaron's happy with the way it's worked out. Ooh. It means that, you know, they're already up there. They can take a two-hour ferry instead of a, however, what is it? A three-hour flight, four-hour flight? But it's I not think. just a flight,
0: is it? It's the, travel. you are yeah. yeah. going to travel yeah. from yeah. home, yeah. That, home to I, the, the arena, saying, you yeah. wait. Then you sit on a bus and you go to Manchester yeah. and you sit and you wait. Then you... Go to Belfast, you sit your weight, you get on the bus, you sit yeah. your weight. And it's actually I was speaking to Todd Kelman the other day and he says in Cardiff they used to fly. Yeah. But actually now the players went to them and went, We'd rather sit on a bus for twelve hours than we would fly. Because it just breaks our day up and yeah. it's it's weird one, isn't it? The the old flying bus thing.
5: Well, and the ferry from Manchester is what six hours, isn't it? Yeah. So that's yeah. The best of both worlds really, a, a two hour ferry and you know, as you said, you are they right there on a Thursday. It means they can have a pre-game skate on the Thursday, you know, shake some of, the, uh, some of the bus or ferry legs off. And, yeah, you, I, yeah, like you said, it, it's better than spending three or four hours travelling with, you know, check-in and then the flight and then the other end and then the bus. And, like you said, just, just a bit slicker, isn't it?
0: Just one final thing. New signings since we last spoke. And uh, he's a big man, old boy, out of the bin, isn't he? He's a, he's a big unit.
2: Yeah, he's... Are
0: we going to see him play?
2: I think we will at some point, but I'm not sure when that would be. The The answer is to go and win that first leg in five by four or five goals, and then there's a second leg there waiting for him. Um, but it, it's difficult to put him in on the bench as a backup and give him a, a third period here or there, because it means losing another non-homegrown player from the roster. So, again, it's just, if Erstland had to come in and play, he's not played a game in... 10 months he's played 3 in the last 18 months whereas if Levine has to come in well he's played 30 games already this season so even if he has to go a month without a game he's still going to be a lot sharper and more of a proven commodity at this level because Ursland whilst he has a better pedigree we just simply don't know what his form's like we know what Levine's form was like behind Manchester's defence it was passable it was okay
5: yeah
0: yeah. have you spoke to him yet
5: yeah yeah very very good talker um the interview's up if if people want to go and listen but it's um he was saying he's a very I guess technical netminder he he admits that you know he's maybe not got the skill of of other players but he said actually you know when he he was at Michigan he was averaging I think just over 9.07 in terms of Save percentage, so I think he's disappointed to be averaging about four or so goals against in Manchester. He admitted some of that is is maybe down to the barn, and some of that is maybe down to you know the team he's playing in front of. You know Manchester do concede a lot of goals, but I think he's a very kind of technical netminder. Obviously, we know he's he's six three, so it's a big frame. It's maybe the way that the league's trending in terms of netminders, and as a player that's got to come in do a job, and actually. Maybe more importantly, free up a bit of space in terms of the salary cap. Aaron said that may allow him if he finds the right player to to maybe look, to bring one more body in, which I think you know could be. A bit of a spark Could prove a bit of a difference We'll have to see How it goes I mean Going back to the social media Last night Oh we should get rid of Half
0: a dozen players I mean half a dozen need. The, the reality is There isn't half a dozen guys Out there right now Every single club Is, is looking in some way Shape mm. or, or form So it's not quite as easy As it has been in In years gone by Also lots of requests To help us win a league
2: By bringing back players Who've never actually Won a league with us here before mm. Oh he'll make the difference He'll win us the league
0: Well he didn't last time He was here so no, <laughs> Loads of comments you could go back to. Loads I wanted to last yeah, night. I've got to have been up till four in the morning. Paul yeah, well, keeping point, a gun at one. what
2: I'd like to make is, if you take the Sheffield Steelers' home um, results and flip them with the road results, I think the fans have a very different perspective on the season because we'll have beaten Cardiff at home. We've beaten Guildford twice at home. Um, and they've only dropped three points. On the road? On the road. So... If the home form had been one penalty shootout loss and one regulation loss that was a one-goal game with a minute to go, then, you know, if we'd lost 4-2 on the road in Glasgow, disappointing results, sure, but the world's not collapsing. you know, the, You know, the sky's not falling. So all these comments that have been levelled at the Steelers, well, yeah, they're justified, but don't forget how good this team has been away from home. They're now coming up on their biggest... Three games on the road of the season so far, because three wins, and I think that Glasgow result is long forgotten. Two defeats or three defeats, and you know we're having the same uh, same conversations we were
0: Saturday night. Okay, before well, we wrap up. Well, you know, I was just going to. Sure?
5: I was just going to say, Shepherd have only lost two uh, lost back to back games in the in in the league once this season, and it was back in October, I think. So, I think mm-hmm. it's maybe highlighted it losing to Guildford and then losing to to Glasgow. So I think when you look at how consistent Shefford have been to, for this to only be the second time that they've lost back-to-back games all season, they've never obviously let it slip to three. And I know that's something that Aaron's very, you know, if they do lose back-to-back games, not a third is very much kind of the coach's mantra on on that sort of thing. So I think just important to, to end that run, to get back to winning ways and to turn and, As Jonathan said, five in midweek is maybe another game to give him a bit of a boost ahead of uh, a big weekend.
0: Okay, Pete, thank you. Jonathan, thank you. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time.